May your word go forth to accomplish that for which it was purposed and prosper in that for which it was sent. Amen. Happy Ash Wednesday, you miserable wretches. So good to see you here, to be reminded you are dust and ash, to come out on the special day to get the mark on your forehead, which is, of course, ironic about how the gospel says we're not supposed to show our piety before others. Welcome. I guess that makes you hypocrites as well, in addition to wretches. Such a great day. I love Ash Wednesday. I truly do. And I think it's directly connected to the fact that for undergrad, I studied philosophy and existentialism, and I wrote my senior thesis on Martin Heidegger's concept of being towards death. And so there's just something about me that really comes alive when my wretchedness is brought out and death is brought up, and there's just something really special about it. It's a really special day, and one thing I want to think about from the gospel lesson that's pointed out is how it speaks about being seen by others versus being seen by God. There's something online called Strava, and it is an exercise app where you can very easily broadcast every exercise accomplishment you have ever had to the entire world so that you can be seen by others. Of course, there's plenty of good reasons to be exercising, and there's plenty of uh, good things to come from it, and I I think we should. But I recently created quite a feat that I broadcasted on Strava through some uh, running that I did. And as I moved through this training, and I gave gave a good part of myself to it, and I finally hit this peak, and I, I posted the final race that I did, and I, I laid it out there before the world on Strava, I somehow knew at that moment, despite the accomplishment I felt and the, the good sense of well-being that I'd, I'd, I'd been given by exercising and all the great health benefits, I also knew that in some sense, I was receiving my reward just in the act of posting it, and that was all that it could give to me. What else will it do for me? What else will, uh, what else can be done for me in what, and how I am being seen by other people? I live my life in some way, and we cannot escape the gaze of the other. It's just a part of how we live, and so we live in the gaze of one another, and in some sense it takes even vulnerability to step out into a church service, to be among people. It's much easier to kind of stay, perhaps in some ways, in isolation outside of the gaze of the other person, and in some ways it it brings about vulnerability in us, and there's so many possible good things that can come from being seen by others, but at the same time, the other person's gaze upon you and the power that it has over you is limited. You cannot become much of you based on how you are seen by others. And in fact, there's a giant chasm that yawns in between who you are 
and how you are seen by others, and that's why we're so good at wearing masks, having personas, entering into new vibes, depending on the vibe of the community that we happen to be in at the given time, and we're all little chameleons because we're so good at it. And in the, in the degree to which you are good at being a chameleon is the distance of the gap between who you are and who you are as seen by others. And at some point, we can lose ourselves, can't we? At some point, we can just live in the gaze of something that's so far beyond us that we don't even know who we are in it because it's coming from something outside of us. And so we're being seen by others and we're getting our reward in it. And there it is. But who are you when you are in secret? Who are you when nobody is looking at you? Who are you when you have entered into the inner chambers of your own heart and there in the infinite complexity of who you are and all the things that you love along with the things that you're not really fond of are laid bare before you? Who are you then when you see that you're being gazed upon by a God who sees in secret? You are loved. And that is the very basis of your identity. And in spite of however you're seen by anybody else. And it is only reinforced by the love of others that we have in our lives. And that's why we know to count that as true. Because it reinforces our identity as being loved by God. The ash of Ash Wednesday is the sign of the death of that self seen by others in the light of something being born anew in the love of God that instills in you something greater than could ever be given in anywhere else. The ash is the birthplace this, this place of recognizing this is, is the pathway of Lent. It is a womb, and it is delivering you into a new identity. It is an identity that only others will just barely skirt over in your life, and the more they know it of you, the more beautiful it is. But it is an identity most fully found in secret. So when you pray, go into the inner room and pray in secret where only you can be seen by God. And there you will find yourself. And there you will find God. And there you will recognize the thing that joins you together. And that thing is called love. May you embark upon your path this holy Lent and and find that you are loved by God. Amen.